Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Roastmasters Fantasy Football Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm your host, Ben Mostel, along with me, Garrett Harrison, Brandon Cook. Yes, that's right. Or why did I say Brandon Cook? Brandon King. I'm used to our buddy Troy Cook over on the wrestling podcast, but that's our Brandon King, Garrett Harrison. And yes, Garrett is back for this episode, which is great to have him as always. And we took another week off, celebrated Thanksgiving. Hopefully you guys enjoyed your Thanksgiving, got to watch some football and, you know, it's kind of, there's a kind of upsets across the board. It was hard to do our picks this past week. Uh, even though Brandon, he was, he was the best, uh, we still uh, are close in the standings as we take a look at it. Garrett has a two-game lead overall for the season uh, over me, and Brandon's one behind me. So we are still very close with a couple more weeks to go in this NFL season. But before we move on to Week 13 and our picks and predictions, we got to look back at Week 12 and how that went in the NFL. And We'll start with the Thanksgiving Day games. The Bears defeated the Lions 16-14. to The Lions just can't get a win. The Raiders took the Cowboys to overtime. They won 36-33. Interesting, that game, the Cowboys are 0 and now 4 on Thanksgiving Day's games going into overtime. And the Bills, they jumped back on track after losing the prior week to the Colts, destroying the Saints 31-6. to Now we move on to Sunday. The Bengals destroyed the Steelers 41-10. Dolphins over the Panthers 33-10. Giants over the Eagles 13-7. Patriots defeated the Titans 36-13. Falcons, they continue to roll over the Jaguars 21-14. The Buccaneers came back and defeated the Colts in Indy 38-31. The Jets over the Texans, 21-14. The Broncos, they defended their home field and took care of the division rival Chargers, 28-13. The 49ers over the Vikings, 34-26. The Packers bounced back, defeating the Rams at home, 36-28. The Ravens defeated the Browns, 16-10 on Sunday night. And on Monday night football, Seattle loses once again to Washington in Washington, 17-15. Brandon, just pick a game that kind of stood out to you that you enjoyed watching. I'm sure over the Thanksgiving break, you had time to watch football. So which game did you enjoy the most? Um, I'm not going to tell you which game I enjoyed the most. I'm going to tell you which game I didn't enjoy. And you probably know where I'm going. Pittsburgh versus um, Cincinnati. Pittsburgh. What the hell was that? What the hell? Thank you. This was so disappointing. I can't even fathom words on this ordeal. This was just bad. Bad, bad, bad. Now, does that mean the season's over? No. Does that mean your chances of going to the playoffs are over? Not yet. There's still light at the end of the tunnel, but that light's getting very thin. And they're going to have to turn around right now because, honestly, this is starting to look scary to me. I'm not calling for Mike Tomlin to be fired. I'm not calling for anybody to lose their job. But what I am saying is that Pittsburgh's got to pick it up right now. Because if they don't, it's going to be bad. But again, Pittsburgh, again, answer me this question. What the hell was that? What the hell? And as we say in court, I have no further questions. Um, All right. So there's two games that stood out to me this week. And it was Green Bay versus the Rams. And excuse me, and the Bucks versus Indy. That Bucks versus Indy game was very good, and it almost showed me that you know the the Bucks are are a good team, but so is Indy. Indy has been very solid. Indy has been very very solid, and I don't think their record really shows it because they have you know more losses than you know than they should. Uh, but they're right there in the playoff hunt. 
And I, I really do think Indy can be one of those sleeper teams that come into the playoffs, even if they are just a wild card and give an upset or something, you know, they're, they're very good. And in that green Bay Rams game, I don't, I don't know what's going on with the Rams right now, but they are, they, they are zero and four since signing Von Miller, acquiring OBJ. And they, I just don't know, man, they got to get it together. That Rams team is also very good. And so is green Bay. So those are four teams that right there that are playoff caliber that I, I could think that I can see, you know, they have potential to make it pretty far, but some of them got to figure some of their kinks out, but both of those games really stood out to me. Yeah, I was away in Chicago over the weekend, but I did get to catch that Tampa Bay Indianapolis game. And that was a very good game. Um, probably one that stood out to me was how the Patriots have been doing. Dominating, taking over their division. Not, a, not expecting to do that at the beginning of the year over the Bills, which we'll get to with our last pick as the Bills play the Patriots on Monday night. But the Titans without Henry, you know, they won a game or two and the Patriots just destroyed them. I mean, by 23 points, that just tells you how good this team's been rolling. Mac Jones looking good. He's been getting it to his receivers, Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne. The run game, Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris, both very talented running backs. I think the Patriots are a team you got to watch out for. And it's really proven this week that they are. So to see them defeat a Titans team that, a couple of weeks ago was number one in the AFC by 23 points. That's got to say something there. And we're really in for a treat this Monday night when they take on the bills, but let's, let's put Thanksgiving away week 12 away. Let's move on to week 13 in the NFL. And that starts tonight, Thursday night, which by the time this podcast up, this game will already be underway. We have Dallas at the New Orleans Saints. Right now, Dallas 7-4, and four, New Orleans 5-6. and six. Looks like Zeke Elliott, they thought maybe he would be sitting out uh, some games with a knee issue, but he's playing through it. He's going to get to start tonight and going to play his normal reps. And the Saints, they're going with Taysom Hill after going with Trevor Simeon for a couple weeks. Taysom Hill will get to start tonight. Right now, Dallas is a six-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at the Superdome, and the over-under is at 45-and-a-half. So, Garrett, Dallas at New Orleans. Who do you think wins this one? Um, so, I know this week we do a – like I said before, we do this thing at work. We pick a parlay, five of us, and we let this one dude pick, and he picked the Saints tonight. And I thought that was a little iffy, but Taysom Hill is the starting quarterback, I think, tonight, correct? Yep, Taysom Hill will be under center. All right. Now, this still doesn't change my opinion on who, uh, you know, on who I want to pick. Um, I am going to go with Dallas just because I feel like they're the all-over, overall better team. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints, with Taysom Hill under center this week, gives them a run for their money. Um, the Saints really need this win to stay in the playoff hunt. So it's a it's a big game for them. But I'm still going to go with Dallas. That last week's loss against the Raiders is probably killing them. So give me Dallas in this one. But I think I'd stay away from betting on this at all, at all costs. Wow. Um, right now, I don't. Dallas is gonna, Dallas is iffy. You don't know if they're coming or going, walking or standing, sitting or rising. So New Orleans, they need this because they're right where they should be. But I think Dallas just has a little bit more firepower than New Orleans. So I'm taking Dallas, unfortunately, to win this game 24-22. Yeah, I'm going Dallas as well. Um I think that this is a big game for them to bounce back. You know, last week, obviously, they took the loss on Thanksgiving Day to the Raiders at home, which is which was big to them, and then a loss 
in Kansas City the week prior. So they need to win here. And the Saints looked terrible uh, last week when they took on the Pate or the Bills. So I like the Cowboys to win, but I do think that the Saints make it competitive with Taysom Hill back there. So I would take the Saints to cover that six and a half over under. Uh, it's tough. I actually might slightly favor the over in this one because I think they'll be able to both put up points. No Alvin Kamara either uh, on the side for the Saints, I forgot to say. So looks like Mark Ingram is back and we'll get to start once again for the Saints. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take Dallas on the road. And again, I think this is a much bigger win for them to hold on to that division, which isn't the strongest division, but still they want to try to win. They don't want to slip and fall. So give me the Dallas Cowboys on the road. Move on to Sunday afternoon at one o'clock games. And we start with Minnesota at Detroit, the division game there. Detroit looking to get their first win of the year. Oh, 10 and one. And they host the Vikings with five and six who have been in games. They've lost a lot of games by a few points. They're trying to move up in the division. They're seven point favorites in Detroit over under is at 46 and a half. Brandon, did the Vikings get it done on the road or does Detroit get the first win of the season? I don't know. Because both teams are shaky. So I don't know which one we want to go with here because I don't trust either team. If I was a betting man, I wouldn't bet on this game at all. But Minnesota seems to be the overall better team, but Dalvin Cook is out. So what does that do to the run game? You'll have to see. I think it's going to be low scoring. I think it's, I think it, I don't know what the over-under is, but guess what? I'm going to tell you play the under because I'll take Minnesota to win this one 16-13. Who's Minnesota playing again? Detroit. Oh, okay. Give me Minnesota all day. Um, I don't even care who's back there running the ball. Madison's still going to have a great game. Um, yes, it's a division game. I just feel like Detroit, keep losing out. There ain't no point of winning. Get that top draft pick. You know, try to get somebody back there uh, or get to get the top guy who's coming out of the co of college. Uh, but at this point, Minnesota's fighting to stay in the playoff hunt as well. And uh, Detroit, you're you're uh, you're done. Just just forfeit at this point. So Minnesota all day for me. Yeah, again, I think this is a big statement game for Minnesota, one being a divisional game and two, still trying to potentially make a playoff spot. Uh, with that being said, you know, you brought up Garrett Madison, very talented running back and uh, probably one of the best backup running backs that uh, if he were on another team could be their starter. I can name multiple teams. But anyways, I think Minnesota comes up big here in Detroit. Um, I like them to cover that seven, the over under at 46 and a half. I might slightly favor the under just because uh, I think that Minnesota is going to score all the points, but Detroit will have trouble scoring. So with that being said, give me a Minnesota to win this one. Arizona at Chicago, the nine and two Cardinals going into Soldier Field versus the four and seven Bears. The Bears picked up a win over the Lions barely uh, this week. And Arizona looking to have Hopkins back, Murray, seven and a half point favorites, over under 43 and a half. Garrett, who are you taking in this one? Ben, you, you cut out there. What, what game we cover? Oh, sorry. It is the uh, Bears and the Cardinals. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm going to take the Cardinals this week. Uh I just don't think – I just don't – I the Bears have potential to – they're in that rebuilding stage, and I just don't think they're going to go out there and get, get an upset, like definitely against the Cardinals. And the Cardinals are going to take this one. They, um, they just, they're just coming off of a bye. It's, it, this is a huge game for them uh, to, keep, to keep a nice lead in the NFC 
uh, hopefully to get the first round by and everything. So um, the Cardinals for me. Well, I can tell you right now, if you think Chicago's winning this game, I got one question for you. Are you stupid or something? Because I'm taking the Cardinals to win this one very easily, very handedly. But Chicago does have a way of making this a competitive game. But I'll take uh, the Cardinals over Chicago 33-30. Yeah, this is going to be an easy win for Arizona, I think, um, on the road in Chicago. Chicago's got a lot to learn. They have been competing in games as they normally do. But when I was out in Chicago, as soon as the Bulls were losing to the Heat, the fans started chanting, fire Nagy. They're turning their attention to the Bears. So a lot of upset Bears fans out there and uh, a rebuilding for sure. Uh, so for that being said, I'm going to take Arizona on the road to cover the seven and a half. The over-under at 43 and a half, well, it's tough. Uh, that could easily hit the under with the way the Bears put up points. Uh, uh, that Boy, that's tough. I'll, I'll say slightly under, though. Tampa Bay at Atlanta, divisional game. Atlanta, five and six now at home, taking on the Buccaneers. 11-point favorites on the road is Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. The over-under at 50 and a half. So, Brandon. Bucks, Falcons, who do you like winning? You really got to ask. It's going to be the Buccaneers. I know Tom Brady's been looking shady the past couple of day, um, couple games, but it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. With that being said, I'm taking Tampa Bay over the Falcons, 37-20. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Tampa Bay as well. Uh, I just, the Falcons are one of those teams where, you know, the, I don't even know how they have the record they have, to be completely honest. They, they should be closer to the Detroit Lions, but it is what it is. Uh, Cordell Patterson's having a great, great year for them too. But Tampa Bay, please, please don't mess this up. Also, Tom Brady, do me a favor and start throwing the ball to Mike Evans a little more because I need some good fantasy points this week. I do not want to lose to a three and nine team in fantasy for the love of God. Please get Mike Evans involved, please. Yeah, I think this is an easy win for Tampa Bay. Yeah. You know, on the road, doesn't matter in Atlanta, not a far trip for them. I think they get the job done. I think they cover I think they hit the over. I think this will be a higher scoring game, but ultimately Tampa Bay gets the divisional win. Next, we have Indianapolis at Houston, another divisional game. Indianapolis coming off the loss to Tampa Bay, six and six on the year, trying to make a playoff spot for them. Going into Houston, who's two and nine on the year. Oh, or the over under 45 and a half. Uh, we go back to Garrett. Again, Garrett, that is the Colts at the Texans. Um, the, the Colts. Uh, the Colts are just looking way too good to even to, to even lose, hopefully not lose this game uh, to the Texans. I know it's divisional, but I just te- – the, the Colts need this more than anything right now to, to stay in the race, and they are looking great. Jonathan Taylor is looking amazing. Uh, even, even Wentz is, is not looking terrible. He's looking, he's looking pretty decent. You know, uh, everyone's giving him a little hard, hard time there for a couple of years, you know, but, uh, with him changing up, come, you know, going to the Colts, he's looking, he's looking pretty good. So, uh, I think, I think the, the Colts, you know, single-handedly just, just promise straight out destroy the Texans this week. Colts over the Texans. Probably ain't going to be close. I'm predicting 33-6. Yeah, I I have the, the Colts as a lock, my first lock of the week here, minus 10 versus Houston. I think this is a big statement game for the Colts after the loss. I think they just come out and blow away Houston. 
the over under at 45 and a half, you know, I, I think that I'll slightly hit the over just because of the Colts and lock it in as my first lock of the week Colts minus 10 on the road versus the Texans. Now we go to Philadelphia versus the New York Jets. They're really close up there. The Philadelphia Eagles five and seven versus the New York Jets three and eight. Uh, the over-under set at 45 and a half. Philadelphia is favored by a touchdown, seven points. So, Brandon, Eagles at Jets, who pulls away with the win? Well, I'll say it's the Eagles because I certainly don't see the Jets taking off in this game pretty much. So, give me the Eagles over the Jets, 25-14. I saw uh, Hertz is is injured or questionable. Is that is that confirmed? Yeah, he was battling an injury, but I do believe that he will play. Okay, um, I, you know, I I don't think I don't think the Jets really want to. I mean, if the Jets were going to win, that's cool and all, but you know, at this point, try to get a higher draft pick, maybe lose out the rest of the season. They do. The Jets show glimmers of hope where they look really good. And in some weeks, they look really bad. So I don't know. They got a lot of things they got to figure out. I, uh, Philly, Philly looked struggled, I think, last week a little bit against the Giants team. Um, but I think they bounce back this week and take the win over the Jets. But I don't know. I could see this game being a little bit closer than what people see. Yeah, the Jets could definitely come back and – and make this an interesting game. But I think Philadelphia gets the win here. They pick up a win at six and seven. You look at, uh, at Dallas, if they would lose to the saints tonight, only being two games back from Dallas, that would be huge. So more meaningful game for Philadelphia. That's why I think they win jets to cover though. The seven over under a 45 and a half though. I'm all in on the under. I think that's a lock. You know, both these teams at points at times struggle to put up the points. And I think it might be one of those games here. So I'm going to take the under in this one. I'm locking that in, uh, but I'm taking Philadelphia to win. The Chargers at the Cincinnati Bengals. This should be a good one. A six and five Chargers versus a seven and four Cincinnati team. Cincinnati's a field goal favorite at home. The over-under, is it 50, <clears throat> excuse me, 50 and a half? So a lot of points there. Expecting it to be a shootout. Will it be a shootout, Garrett? And who wins between the Chargers and the Bengals? Uh, I mean, as a Steelers fan, we really want the Chargers to win. But I feel like the Chargers have been struggling us late yes they've got they got the win over pittsburgh and everything but pittsburgh is not that good this year they really are and we gotta be honest with ourselves fellas pittsburgh does not look good and we all knew this day was coming at some point steelers can't always be a winning team or whatever but they the chargers have struggled and um oh my god why am i blanking now i literally you just said the team who, who they, they said Bengals. never mind the Bengals. They look good. They look solid. Um, I think it's going to be a shootout because, you know, they're both high-caliber offenses. The defenses aren't terrible. I think Cincinnati's defense is a little better than the Chargers. But with it, with with what's going on, I, I just kind of want to say that Cincinnati takes it just because the Chargers' rush defense is very, very bad. And if Joe Mixon does what he did against the Steelers, there's no way that – the Chargers are going to be able to cover the run and the pass. There's going to be so many play actions. It's going to open a lot of things for Higgins and Jamar Chase and all their receivers. I just, I don't know. I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals this week just because that's who I think is going to win. Who I want to win is the Chargers. But get the upset, prove me wrong. I don't even care if I take a loss this week. But I'm taking Cincy. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to take Cincinnati in this one. I don't like either team. I can't stand either team. And y'all know why. But if I have to if I have to choose the lesser of two evils, I'm not choosing the lesser of two evils. I'm choosing the I'm choosing the evil because I'd rather deal with the devil I do know than the devil I don't know. 
So give me the Cincinnati Bengals over the Chargers 23-20. You know, I think this is going to be a, a higher scoring game. I'd play the over 50 and a half because I think it's going to be a shootout. Taking a look at the Chargers this year versus the NFC North, they put up 41 points against the Steelers. They put up, uh, let me get to it, versus the, uh, where was that? The Ravens only put up six, but 47 against the Browns. That was a fantastic game. So I think that this is going to be a high-scoring game. We saw the Bengals able to put up points. It's going to be a very close game. Right now, the Chargers do own the AFC North, but they are 0-1 or on the road against the AFC North. So they're back on the road again. I give the slight favorite to Cincinnati as much as I hate to say it, but I think a bet you could lock in is the over because I think this is going to be a shootout like we saw versus Pittsburgh, like we saw versus uh, Cleveland with the Chargers. So I would play the over in this, but if you're picking a winner, you got to go with the home team here. If it was out in LA, I'd go with the Chargers, but statement game for both teams. Both teams still have a chance to win their division. A not so important game to finish out the one o'clock games is the Giants at the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are five and seven. They are making a little run. The Giants four and seven over under 40 and a half Miami. Four and a half point favorites again at home. Brandon, I don't know. This sounds like a toilet bowl game to me. And you're right. That is a toilet bowl game. And if I'm watching the game, I'm going to tell you about this game. This sucks. Exactly. I don't trust either team. I don't trust these guys at all. Both teams are terrible. Um, God. Oh, God. The things I do for the the things I do for these soundboards. Um, Miami's better though. So give me Miami 2017. Yeah, I I two has been playing amazing recently, man. Uh he's been balling out. Miami looks you know, pretty good, even with the losing record. Um, I mean, I know Giants are coming off a pretty big win against Philly, but that game, that game was also kind of like a toilet bowl game. That it was, it was, but like it was low scoring, very defensive. The offenses both looked really bad. Um, and with with Tua and what Waddle's doing down there right now, I I just I don't I don't know. I can't I can't go against Miami right now. They're I think they're pretty decent. Uh, playing as of late so give me Miami yeah I like Miami as well I think that the Dolphins have been playing really well but Daniel Jones questionable for the Giants uh, which is big for them a lot of key injuries on that team on the offensive end especially at wide receiver you don't know who you're going to get week in and week out Saquon Barkley still not himself uh, I think the Dolphins with Tua back you know, that helps them. Devontae Parker making a return soon. Miles Gaskins been underrated this year, playing really well for them at running back. And their defense is uh, stepping up big as well. So I do think this is a lower scoring game, but I like the Miami Dolphins to cover the four and a half at home. Uh, the over under, it's tough, but I think I'm even going under at 40 and a half because I think these teams are going to struggle to put up points. Now we move on to Sunday, 4 o'clock Eastern time games. We'll start with the Washington football team at the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders coming up big uh, in Dallas last week, we saw on Thanksgiving Day. The Washington football team coming up big at home versus the Seattle Seahawks. Right now, the Raiders look like they'll be out with their star, Darren Waller, which is going to hurt them there. But uh, Foster Moreau is their backup tight end. And he's looking to get some playing time and to help this team out. Uh, the Raiders at home are, are one and a half point favorites at home. Right now, the line is at uh, over under, sorry, is at 49 and a half. Again, Garrett, we got the football team at the Raver, at the Raiders. Who are you taking? This one's tough. This one's I think, is actually very tough because Washington's been playing 
some really good football, but so has the Raiders. And uh, this is a game that I think I'd stick away from uh, betting wise. I don't, this game can go either way. Um, But if we're looking at it as a standpoint of how to keep, how to like keep up with the other teams in our division, I'm going to have to go with the Raiders. This, this win means more, I think to the Raiders right now, just because their division race is so tight, is so tight. And uh, though I could see Washington pulling off technically the upset, but they are playing very good football, but I I'm going to take the Raiders. I think, I think they, I think it's going to be a very low scoring game. This is not going to be a high scoring game at all. Um, but let's, let's see how it plays out. Um, this one's tough to call. Um, Waller being out, I will tell you this right now. Um, I took a risk and took Washington football team over Seattle, and and the risk and the reward was worth it. So, with that being said, I'm going to take another risk and say Washington football team pulls up the pulls the upset. They should be able to win this one with their defense, 27-24. And we finally get a difference of opinion on our picks. Uh, Definitely a tough game, but I'm leaning more towards with Garrett. I like the home team. I like the Raiders here. Hunter Renfro, man, he's coming up big. He's, He's been kind of a sleeper this year. Nobody expected it, but he's a top 20 fantasy wide receiver. I think he comes up big in this game. Um, They're back at home. They go and take down a very, very good Cowboys team, whereas Washington defeated a very, very bad Seattle team. So with that being said, I'm going to take the Raiders to win at home, and I'm going to lock in that one and a half. They can win by two uh, in the Death Star. The over-under, I think, is going to be a little bit more towards the under. Because uh, 49 and a half is a lot of points, but give me the Raiders. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Normally, this is a huge game for us, but this year, the way that we've planned, I don't know. Baltimore eight and three, Pittsburgh five, five and one. Baltimore is four and a half point favorites on the road in Pittsburgh, over under at 44. Uh, Brandon, I mean, this team looked bad last week. Do Are they able to defeat? the Baltimore Ravens at home and kind of bounce back in the division. Um, everything in me says yes. For this simple reason. If Pittsburgh does not turn it around, if they don't win on Sunday, I'm sorry to say this as a Steeler fan, they don't deserve to even have a 500 season nor go to the playoffs. But Mike Tomlin should not get canned for it. I'm repeating that. He should not. But what I don't understand is how in the world do, do the Steelers only put up 10 points when you just put up 39 against the Los Angeles Chargers? How do you do that? How do you do that? What the hell is going on? What's going on is that Either you lost your passion for playing or you had a bad week. I don't care what happened. Get your heads out of your rear end. Let Ben be Ben. Stop stop doing all of this stuff and go back to playing Pittsburgh Steelers football. Nobody else is going to do it for you. Not the coaches, not the coordinators. And and, and, and I, I even have to throw us in there. We would love to, but we can't do it because that's what you get. That's what you are there for. That's what you signed up for. So with that being said, I'm saying Pittsburgh over Baltimore, 23-20. But if Pittsburgh don't win, you don't deserve to go nowhere. Um, I mean, I hate to say it, but I'm going with Baltimore this week. Um, Only reason is... Is I I just I just think Pittsburgh they just lost they just lost it and their upcoming schedule is very tough. It might even be the hardest last six games in in football. It it, it is a tough tough schedule and you know 
I, I, I'm really, I'm really hoping they can pull this win off against Baltimore just to keep staying up in there. And maybe they, you know, they just catch this like really weird, like luck and everything else. And they just, they just ride it out into the playoffs. But right now watching the Steelers team struggle, man, it, it's, it's tough. It's really tough right now being a Steelers fan. And the problem I think too is, is, you know, that offensive line is young. It is very, very young and you can't expect a whole bunch of rookies and guys who haven't really got much experience coming out there and trying to block and get chemistry together and, you know, trying to protect Ben and, and everything like that. So I think Ben feels pressured to try to get rid of the ball quick and he makes mistakes. And that's why the offense isn't looking too great. Then the receivers are still, are still young, you know, and you're missing your, your number one, Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, Deontay's looking amazing. Uh, I'll give him that. Uh, but Chase Claypool, he's been a little iffy. I just, I don't know, man. It's, it's, I, I really want to say, I really want to pick Pittsburgh, but it's like right now I just can't, I got, I got to pick Baltimore. They, they just look so good. And if, if, if Baltimore can run the ball, like since he ran the ball last week, we're in for a long run. We are in for a long run in that game. It is, it, it could be an, it could be a, literally another 41 to 10 loss. And I really don't want to see that, but um, I'm going to take Baltimore. I'm hoping it's closer than what we think. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you again, Garrett. I just, I'm not happy with what I'm seeing out of the Steelers team. You know, they, I, I kind of expected it. I predicted them to have about a losing record of eight and nine, and now they could go eight, eight and one. They're known to be eight and eight team. Um, but Baltimore, I just think, is just much better. I think they're going to be able to run the ball with Freeman. I think that Mark Andrews is going to kill them. And uh, we saw their defense, how poor they were last week versus Cincinnati and their explosive offense. I think that the the Ravens will win this one. I think it's going to be closer than the Cincinnati game, and I hope that the Steelers win. I'll be rooting for them, but I just can't take them. So I'm going to take Baltimore to cover the four and a half. The over-under at 44, I'd play the under and uh, go from there. Next, Garrett. Uh, we, let me add something here. Go ben. ahead. So, like, I feel very comfortable taking the loss in, in our, our pick-ems if Pittsburgh will win. But another player that's been, you know, I, I see a lot of hate on right now is Devin Bush. And I, I, I understand that, but you got to understand he's coming off an ACL injury. And Steeler fans really are really attacking him at his poor play and everything. But Bud Dupree went for the same thing. He, he, he tore his ACL the one year, came back, didn't play so well. He signed a one-year contract. We kept him. He popped off, and the Steelers didn't want to keep him. He, he goes to another team. Give Bud Dupree some time. It might not be his season. Maybe he's still struggling a little bit to go full tilt, but he's, he's giving it his all. Next season could be a whole different season for Bud Dupree. And I think a lot of Steeler fans need to give him that chance and, and they don't see that yet. But if next season he is not doing too well, then it's time to part ways, you know, but right now I just, the, the Steelers team is, is just not the same team that we've had in the past. But li listen to this though. We've had a winning season. We've had winning seasons for, for all of Tomlin's years. That's amazing. And you can't expect you can't expect Tomlin to win every season. That's and he's been one hell of a coach. Um, and we knew we were going to come to this rebuilding stage. And I think it's I think our rebuilding stage is starting sooner than we wanted it to happen. Good advice, Garrett. And uh, for those Steelers fans out there, you know it's a rough patch now, but we just hope that Tomlin can can turn it around and we can rebuild quick because we knew it was a matter of time when Roethlisberger was coming to an end, and I think that time is soon. We have to accept it and understand that we aren't going to be the winning team all the time. So hopefully the Steelers can pick up the win against the division rivals, the Baltimore Ravens. Now we go on to the, well, probably not so much good game, I'm sure, this is another just blow-by game. Rams, Jacksonville Jaguars, the Rams at home. They're 13-point favorite, 7-4 and four on the year, trying to bounce back. They're over-under, 47.5. Neither of these teams won in the month of November. So uh, 
can which team's going to win? Garrett, what do you think? Uh, for the love of God, Rams, you cannot lose to Jacksonville. If you lose to Jacksonville, I can tell you right now, next time, next podcast, I will literally roast you a new asshole. I, I will roast you up if you lose to the Jaguars. I, and no cap, that is, that'd be, that'd be embarrassing. You know, I, I just, I just know there's no way. There's just no way that you should lose to the, to the Jaguars. And, you know, at this point, I almost want to put a bet in a $5 bet to win $25. Just this prove a point that Jacksonville can beat you. Please get your shit together and let's win a game. I'm sorry for the language, but y'all are really making me mad because your team is loaded. Well, I'll keep it clean. Um, the Rams should win this game. The Rams need to win this game. If the Rams don't win this game, you've got a lot of questions to think about. Give me the Rams over Jacksonville, 37-13. Yeah, I think this is a big bounce-back game for the Rams. I think they have a big day, Cooper Cup, big day. Um, I like, obviously, the Rams to win this one, probably covering that 13 and the over-under, slightly hitting the under. So, Give me the Rams. I'm in agreement, and they bounce back. The last 4 o'clock game is San Francisco at Seattle. Seattle is not the Seattle that we're used to. Three and eight on the year, one of the worst teams in football. They host the division rival San Francisco 49ers at six and five on the year. The over-under is at 45 and a half. Brandon, which one of these division rivals teams wins? I'm going to take a risk and say Seattle. Debo Samuel is out. He's doubtful. He doesn't look like he's playing at all. So that might change uh, some things a little bit because that's Garoppolo's, I believe, favorite weapon. If you have him on your starting, if you have him on your fantasy football, he's been giving you at least maybe 20 or 28 points a game. Uh, may not do that now. So uh, with that being said, I'm going to take Seattle to win this. It's going to be closer than what people think. I'll take uh, Seattle 25-22. Yeah, with Debo out this week, it's really going to hurt my fantasy team. I was really hoping to start him, and also Devontae Adams is on a bye. So <sighs> good thing I have um, really good – I'm very deep in receivers this year in my league. I'm very blessed about it, but running backs, I'm not so much. Um, but it is what it is. I still think – San Francisco is the better team in this one, though it's a divisional game. Seattle is kind of going through the same thing what Pittsburgh is going through right now. I think they've entered the stage where they've won so many years in a row that now it's like, okay, uh, a lot of our guys have been weaning out, getting old, we've, you know, everything like that, and we're in that rebuilding stage again. So I want to say Russell Wilson pulls off the win because they need it, but I think San Francisco right now needs to win more than Seattle. So I want to go with San Francisco on this one. Yeah, I agree, Garrett. You know, I'm a Seattle fan. I got my Tyler Lockett, Russell Wilson shirts, but I just another sad year, a sad year of football for my teams. When you take a look at the uh, Steelers and the Seahawks, I, I just can't pick the Seahawks till they prove to win. And with that being said, even without Debo Samuel, uh, I think Elijah Mitchell has a huge day on the ground for them and they defeat Seattle at home. I hope Seattle wins, but I got to go San Francisco. I like them um, to cover that three and a half and the over under 45 and a half. I'd play the under um, because I think that Seattle won't be able to put up the points and it's a divisional game. So it'll be lower scoring. Let's move to Sunday night football. And we have Denver at Kansas City, another divisional game. The Chiefs, nine-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Guess what? Denver is one game behind them trying to get a hold of that division. So, Garrett, back to you. Kansas City, Denver, over-under, 47-and-a-half. Who do you like in this one? Um, oh, man, that's tough. I like the way Denver's been playing. And the Chiefs have been playing all right recently, but they still looked really bad in the beginning of the year. 
I am going to go with the Chiefs, but nine and a half points, that's a lot of points. And I think Denver can cover that. I think Denver could easily cover that. I think it's going to be a little bit closer game than people think. Um, but I am going to take the Chiefs, but they got, they got some other issues they got to work out on. Um, you know, everyone's like, yeah, they're, they're beating these teams and everything, but have they beat in like a very, very good team? I, I, I don't think so. So I'm, I, I'm going to take the, the Chiefs, but this game could go either way. It can't go either way. Um, it's hard to believe that Denver's one game behind uh, Kansas City. So anything, anything could change at a moment at a twinkling of an eye. Um, but I say the Chiefs will come out and do what they need to do to secure a win. So I'm taking the Chiefs over Denver 30 to 27. Yeah, I like the Chiefs to win this one. It's a divisional game. The Chiefs have been playing the division pretty poor. With that being said, I think that uh, Denver will cover the nine and a half. But I like Kansas City to win at home. Um, I like the over under to slightly hit the over because of Patrick Mahomes. Um, but that being said, I'm taking Kansas City to win at home and to try to keep hold of the top of the division. Lastly, Monday Night Football is probably the game of the week and could be one of the games of the year. We have the New England Patriots who now lead the AFC East over at the Buffalo Bills. New England eight and four, Buffalo seven and four, over under at 42 and a half. Buffalo two and a half point favorites at home. The question is, Brandon, who wins this very, very good game? This game has the potential to be a divisional game, or this game has the potential to be an AFC championship game. You'll see these two teams again in the playoffs. I have to believe that. Um, my thought process is this. I like the way both teams are playing right now. We all, we all wondered what, uh, new England would be like post Brady. Seems like they can do it on their own now. Um, but with that being said, I think I like the bills a little bit more than I like new England right now. I think the bills have a little bit more fire under them than, uh, New England does. And while New England needs it, while New England wants to win, Buffalo needs to win. It's going to be tight. It's going to come down to a field goal, but I've got Buffalo over New England 37 So I think if you switched the situation and it was Buffalo at the Patriots, I'd be way more comfortable in picking the Patriots. Um, but with it being at Buffalo and having those Buffalo fans there and everything, and then that just an environment, I know Bill Belichick always has a game plan and stuff, but I just, Buffalo really needs this. And with the crowd and then the atmosphere around them, I just see them pulling this win off. Um, I do believe though, that. Patriots are looking like a little bit better of a team than Buffalo, but Buffalo is, is looking, you know, pretty good too. They're just, they, they have their, their weeks where they're like, Oh God, what'd you do? They kind of remind me of the Pittsburgh Steelers when the Pittsburgh Steelers were good and they were playing good football and they would lose games that they probably shouldn't have lost. And that's who they lost to this season. And then they'll go out and they'll play a team like the Patriots and they'll beat them. But if you take the environment and switch it, I go Patriots. But right now, I got to go Bills. I think that it's, it's going to come down. It might even be a one-point game, to be honest, you know, a late field goal or something like that. But give me the Bills. But this game can go either way. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a fun one. I'm very much looking forward to watching this Monday night game. Man, it's I agree with Garrett. You know, if this game's played in New England, I'd go New England. But since it's Buffalo, I like Buffalo. I like them to cover. Um, I'd slightly play the under. You know, New England has the best defense in fantasy in the league. And Buffalo not far behind them. 
and these offenses can still produce. So I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. It's a divisional game, but Buffalo needs this more. And I think that's why they pull off the victory at home and they cover the points because they need it. Boy, this is a tough one to bet. I'd stay away from it if I were you, Um, but I'm going to go Buffalo at home and that'll go ahead. Can I add something, Ben? Yeah. Um, So I feel like the Patriots' schedule compared to the Bills has been a little bit weaker. That's why their defense looks so good. I think this is a true test right now for the Patriots. If you can go out there and hold and hold the Bills to a very low-scoring game and, and, and still only lose by a little bit, then I got faith in you. But if you go out there and you let the Bills just run all over you, that proves to me that the teams you've been playing have not been so uh, have not been so high caliber of an offense uh, that your defense is looking good on on you know on paper, but they're not actually that good. So that, I think this is a big statement game, the huge statement game for their defense this week. They gotta hold the Bills to a very low scoring game, even if they lose, just to be like, okay, well, we we are good. We just gotta have uh, figure a few things out but our defense can keep us in this game. Yeah, I agree. Um, Definitely going to be a battle. Definitely a fun one to watch on Monday night. One of the better Monday night football games or the best Monday night football game we'll probably see this year. Uh, But nonetheless, that wraps up week 13 for us. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcast. If so, go listen to us on Apple Podcasts. That is Roastmasters Fantasy Football. You can also look us up on Anchor, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Roastmasters Fantasy Football and you'll find us. We're also on Instagram, rm underscore fantasy football. And we post there uh, frequently uh, with some updates or when we post our episode up on to iTunes. So, Hopefully you guys enjoyed it again. Hopefully you guys had a good Thanksgiving as we get into December here and we're getting closer and closer and closer uh, to the playoffs. So hopefully you guys win your bets and come back winners in fantasy football next week as the fantasy football playoffs are only two weeks away. Garrett, I'll let you sign us off. I hate being a Steelers fan. La 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 la.